Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. As you see from the title, we're talking about even the wind. So we're just going to say a quick prayer and then we're going to jump right into the word. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this live, Father God. Right now, I pray over me and every person on the, under the sound of my voice, Father God, the ones that are live and the ones that will watch the replay, Father God, whatever is weighing on them in this season, Father God. I feel like it's a very heavy weight on a lot of people in this season, Father God. So right now, I ask for you to give them the strength to release that weight to you, Father God, to lay it down at your feet, Father God, to trust your plan over what they think is best or over what they see, Father God, and get the discipline to seek after you instead of seeking their own solution, Father God. We thank you for this opportunity to be on Bay Bible Study. We thank you for this opportunity to be on live. I pray over the live. I pray over the Wi-Fi. I pray over my phone, Father God. I pray over me, Father God. Completely decrease me, Father God. I am just your vessel, Father God. Use me in whatever way you see fit and allow your Holy Spirit to run free, Father God. We love you and we thank you for this fresh word and this fresh revelation and it is in jesus name we pray amen all right y'all so as y'all can see from the title the word that god gave me for today was in the wind and he gave me this word when i did my quiet time in the morning and he gave me the word before he gave me the points but he immediately gave me the word when i read the scripture so today we're coming from mark chapter 4 and we're going to be focusing on verses 39 through 41 so when you read and i have the nlc i have my bible is nlc so when you read Mark chapter four and you read verses 39 through 41, what it's talking about is when they were on a boat and it says the subtitle is Jesus calms the storm. So I'm just going to give you guys like a little brief um, summary of the whole chapter. And then the main verses we'll be focusing on is the last three. So as you begin to read, it says, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind although other boats followed, but soon as but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. So when I was reading this, the first thing that stood out, as y'all can see from this title, is even the winds. Because what God told me, he said, I want you to talk to them about the wind. I want you to talk to them about the even the wind. Because a lot of times we think that there are certain things or we think that there are certain trials and tribulations that can stand up against God. But it's making it clear that even the wind, can you grab wind? Can, have, have any of y'all ever held wind in your hand? Have any of y'all ever, I got a better question for y'all. What direction does wind go in? Hmm? When you turn on the fan, what direction does it go in? What does wind look like? What 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 can what do you know about wind? So in this, God is saying to us, even something that you don't know about, even something that you've never held in your hand, even something that you don't even have the power or the knowledge to comprehend or understand. I can't even put wind in my hand. I can't even grab the wind. I can't even see the wind. I can't even see my way out of the situation. I can't even begin to understand how this thing is gonna shift. I can't even begin to understand how this problem is gonna be solved. God is showing us how some things that we work 
worry about and some things that we carry on us is equivalent to the wind because just like the wind you don't know the solution just like the wind you don't know you don't know what the outcome is going to look like you don't know what the what, what the solving is going to be for this thing just like the wind so if God can control something like the wind why do you think he can't control your situation he said I want you to emphasize the fact that even the wind must obey my voice even the wind something that you can't see something that you can't hold something that you can't understand must obey me so why do you think things that you can see and things that you can understand are too big for me I control even the wind you can't even tell me what direction the wind goes in you can't even tell me the speed of wind you can't even tell me how it looks to put wind in the box you don't know whether it's in there or it's out of there it's beyond your own understanding it's beyond your knowledge and God is saying today there's some things that's weighing on you and it's kind of like the wind you don't even know what the solution will be you don't even know what the solution is gonna look like but you're worrying yourself over it forgetting that I control even the wind so when I was reading it I wanted to go through this um, this chapter, these verses 35 through 41, and really break down with you guys what's happening. So you guys know if you've been tuning into Bay Bible Study, it's been a season of transition for a lot of people. We've been talking about transitioning. We've been talking about shifting. We've been talking about split decisions. What do I do? Do I go with this or do I don't go with this? Do I make this decision or do I not make this decision? It's a season of transition. And I love that God led me to this chapter because in this chapter, it's starting off with transition. So it's starts off and verse 35 says let's cross to the other side that's where it starts off at as evening came Jesus said to his disciples let's cross to the other side of the lake let's cross to the other side of the situation let's cross to the other side of your job let's cross to the other side of where you live let's cross to the other side of this relationship we are transitioning from one place to another so if you're in a season of transition if you're shifting from one point of your life to another part of your life this is where you're able to relate in the story I talked to you guys all the time about when you read the Bible I want you guys to pull out the meat of the context in the Bible because I really want you to understand what is God saying to you so this is how you're able to identify what's being said it says let's go let's cross over to the other side so this is when God asks you to stop working at that job and move to another job when he tells you that relationship is no longer for you let's cross over to the other side those friends are no longer for you let's cross over to the other side when God gives you some instructions he gives you a next step where you have to make a decision to transition this is where you can identify yourself in this story so it starts off by letting us know that they were in a season of transition because Jesus was telling them let's cross over to the other side of the lake you've already learned your lesson here you spent enough time here you spent enough time in that relationship you spent enough time in that location let's cross over to the other side and then when you continue to read I wanted to highlight verse verse 37 it says Verse 36 says, so they took Jesus in the boat. And I wanted to highlight that because oftentimes when we shift or when we transition to a new season, we oftentimes forget to include God in that new place. You know, when you get a new man and you start praying less or when you get a new job with new, mo with new money and a new pay increase, you start tithing less. You know, when you move to that new location, your first priority isn't to find a church. You want to find out where you can go to find a man or find some friends or where you can go to find no new furniture. Your first priority is 
isn't to take God with you to that transitional point or isn't to take God with you in that shift because that's what we do sometimes. God is the last thing that we add into our new place that we're in or that we add into the new season of our life. But it makes it clear that it says, Jesus said to them, let's cross over to the other side. And verse 36 immediately says, so they took Jesus in the boat because wherever I'm going, I need to take Jesus with me. Whatever transition I'm making, I need to take Jesus with me. Whatever shifts is happening in my life, I need to make sure the Holy Spirit is with me first, not last, not when it's a problem in this new place, not when my new boss start tripping, not when my paycheck ain't what I thought it was. No, I need to make sure that I'm taking God with me from the beginning and not just when I need him to step in. So it says that Jesus told them, let's go to the other side of the lake. And verse 36 says, so they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. Verse 37 says, but soon a fierce storm came up. And as soon as I, as soon as I, I wish I could see what I wrote. As soon as I read that right here, I wrote the word test on top, test. Because that's what happens. And this is where we grow weary is when the shift happens or when we transition to a new season, when God tells us to step into a new thing, if that new thing encounters a problem, we start questioning, was I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to be at this job? Because they kind of being rude. Am I supposed to be in this relationship? Because everybody's saying I should have stayed with him. Am I supposed to be with these friends? Because my old friends said I'm acting funny. As soon as you shift or as soon as you transition, I want you to understand that the word is letting us know that there's going to be a test. You cannot grow without experiencing those growing pains. There's going to be a test that comes with that transition. There's going to be a test that comes with that shift. And Jesus told them, let's cross over to the other side. You don't think he knew it was going to be a storm. And that's what that sometime when we're in transitional seasons, when we're in shifting seasons, this is where we get mad at God. Cause God, why would you tell me to go to the other side? If you knew it was going to be a storm, why would you tell me to quit my job and start a business? If you knew I wasn't going to get no orders, why would you tell me to move to this place? If you knew it was going to be hard for me to find a job to pay my bills why would you tell me to shift why would you tell me to transition if you knew that I was going to encounter a storm so it says verse 37 says but soon a fierce storm came and I wrote down test after transition this is the pain that makes you question doubt or second guess your game because any transition any shifting that God does that's you gaining that's you stepping into something new that's you stepping into the steps that he has ordered for you anytime God tells you to shift and you listen but when the test comes the enemy will place doubt in your mind and make you begin to regret following what God told you to do but I'm coming against that today because I want y'all to understand that transition does come with testing and it's not because God doesn't want you to be obedient it's not because God doesn't want you to prosper it's not because God doesn't have glory stored up for you it's never that but it's all about your perspective in the midst of the test and that's what we're going to be talking about now so i wrote down that this is the pain the test that comes the storm that comes this is the pain that makes you question doubt or second guess your game this is what makes you want to revert back to the old you maybe i shouldn't have taken this new job at my old job i knew how it was in that old relationship i knew what it was with him now i'm out here and i don't have nobody today i have to love on myself i have to figure this out on my own and he was a little toxic but he was present he he was a little toxic, but he was there. Those friends, they talked about me sometimes, but they always showed up when I was lonely. We begin to question the new place that God has called us to because of the test or the storm that sent our way. But something that I began to research when I read this, that a storm came, I began to think about the fact that God started off telling me that even the wind. And I questioned, well, what is a storm? Because when you think about a storm, a storm kind of has wind. So the definition of storm is a violent disturbance of the atmosphere. 
I need y'all to catch it. The debt when you Google storm, okay? If you Google the word storm, it says a violent disturbance of the atmosphere with strong winds. And this is what this is the main thing that God wanted me to tell you guys tonight that yes, you will experience stormy seasons. There will be storms after you make the transition, after you make the shift to what God is calling you to because the storms make us think that we made the wrong decision. No, when God calls you to something, there will be a stormy season after he calls you to that thing, right? But what I want you to realize is that it says a violent disturbance of the atmosphere. This storm is trying to disturb the atmosphere that God has called you to. This storm is is trying to corrupt the atmosphere that God has called you to, the posture that God has called you to, the place that God has called you to, the position that God has called you to. This storm is trying to disturb it and it says with strong winds. And then it also says sometimes even rains or showers, but it, it said with strong winds. What did we start off saying? What is the title of this live? Even the winds. So a storm is a disturbance of an atmosphere and it disturbs it with storm winds. But God started off this live by telling us, I control the winds. I'm over the winds. Them winds that's trying to disturb you, them winds that's trying to shake you up, them winds that's trying to make you lose your faith. Yeah, I'm over them. So before the storm even comes, before you allow them to even shake you up, before you allow those winds to even make you get worried, I'm going to let you know from the beginning that I'm in control of them. I'm going to let you know from the beginning that I'm in charge of them. I'm going to let you know from the beginning that the storms must obey what I say. So in spite of them trying to disturb your atmosphere I need you to remember my word I need you to remember what I told you and what I told you is that I'm the God even over the winds so I wrote down it also says that the definition of a storm is an uproar uproar controversy or commotion commotion because guess what now that it, it seems like now that God has given me a word now that God has told me this new thing to do it seems like it's chaos it seems like it's causing more problems than doing more good God I don't, I don't understand I was just doing what you told me to do why it seems like everything is becoming a problem why it seems like everything is shifting for the worse why does it seem like I'm in the midst of commotion because it's a disturbance of the atmosphere and in the midst of a storm in the midst of the strong winds God wants you to remember I'm the God even of the winds. So the next thing that I wrote down is that Christ is calm in your commotion. Tap into that because it's just a test. Because if I told you that I'm over the winds, when the winds start acting up, I don't need you to act out. I already let you know from the beginning that I'm over this. You know that you're following my work. Jesus told them to cross over to the other side. It wasn't their ideal. They didn't come up with this. They was following what he said. God, you told me to leave my job and start a business. I was following what you said. I was following what you told me to do. Why is all of this commotion? And God is saying, I'm just trying to test your heart. I'm just trying to see if you really believe my word 100% or if the winds will make you doubt what I said. Because I'm the God even of the winds. So I also wrote down, when you worry about the winds, God worries about your faith because you worried about that. But I'm worried about how, how much do you really believe what I told you? Because before the winds came, I told you I was the God of the winds. So then when you when you continue to read, we stopped at um, Jesus. Was, so it says the winds came. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on the cushion. Okay, he was real comfortable. 
And it says the disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that, that we're going to drown? Because y'all know that's what we do, especially when commotion starts, especially when storms start, especially when it seems like things aren't working out in our favor. God, why did you tell me to come here? God, why did you call me to this? God, why did you direct me in this direction if you knew that it was going to be a disaster? Why did you do that? So now, like I said, this is when we get mad at God. They were mad at Jesus. Don't you not care? Why are you resting? Why are you sleeping with your head on the cushion? And it says in verse 39, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Because that problem that you're worried about, worrying about that thing that's weighing on you, God can solve it with a word. I just want you to know, I just want to really, I want to give you the bigger picture right now. Whatever is bothering you, whatever is worrying you, whatever you're praying about right now and you, you, you stressing over, you got anxiety over, it's making you lose sleep, it's really weighing on you. God can say one word and change that whole situation around. I just, I just want to throw that in there because they was freaking out over this storm. Jesus says, silence, be still. Stop all that. That storm, that commotion, what them people saying, all those opinions, all the doubts that's trying to creep in, silence, be still. Stop that. Okay. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was great calm. Verse 40 says, then he asked them, because now that I done handled your situation, I'm still going to handle you. Because in the midst of commotion, in the midst of the storm, I had already told you what I can do. So I needed you to still stand still on what I said in spite of what you saw. In spite of what anybody else is saying. Y'all know a perfect example. Y'all know I was, I was a, a preschool teacher when I was in college. So I always like to use example with kids. And an example that I can think of, y'all know my niece be on my story. If my niece was at school... And I told my niece, I'm coming to pick you up. And her teacher said, I'm going to drop you off home because I see that your auntie isn't here yet. Or I see that your auntie is running late. I would, you know, okay, the teacher did that. But I'm going to come to my niece and say, but I told you. I told you that I was coming. I don't care what the time said. I don't care what the circumstance was. I don't care what it looks like. I told you directly what was going to happen. I let you know that I had you covered. I let you know that I'm a God that sits high and looks low. I let you know that your steps are ordered. I let you know that I go before you and I make your crooked path straight. I let you know that I would never leave or forsake you. I let you know that you are the head and not the tail. I let you know that my plans are for you to prosper and not fail. These are all the promises that God gives us so why are you allowing a little wind to come and disturb the atmosphere that god already set for you with his word so when you continue to read it says jesus said he asked to them why are you afraid do you still have no faith verse 41 says disciples were absolutely terrified who is this man they asked each other even the winds and the waves obey him Even the winds and the waves obey him. And what I wrote down is that God is saying, I handle the unseen. I handle the unhandleable, the thing that you can't fix, the thing that you're worrying about, the thing that you think will never get better. I handle that. I take that in my hand. I take control of that in spite of what you can see in it. Because just like the wind, some things, some solutions that we need are not able to be seen. You, you do not see how this thing is going to be worked out. You do not see how God is going to turn this thing around. You do not see how God is going to work this thing in your favor, but you do see See him telling you, let's go to the other side. Let, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. And our natural reaction is how and why and what is this going to happen? And what is this going to do? And then a storm comes and disturbs the atmosphere. It disturbs the heart posture. It disturbs your mindset. It disturbs. The, it's trying to disturb the word that God gave you. And God is saying, I told you that I'm the God even of the winds. And, and uh, what I want you guys to also think about is the fact that the winds just changed its name. 
Because when it's a problem that we could predict, we sometimes still have faith in the midst of that. When you can predict the problem, you're more comfortable with encountering it. But sometimes the name changes. Sometimes it's not winds that come. Sometimes it's a storm. Sometimes it's a hurricane. Sometimes it's a tornado. And God is saying, I don't want you to be fooled by the name of it. I don't want you to be fooled by what the thing is, whether it's a financial problem, whether it's a health problem, whether it's a car problem, whether it's a job problem, whether it's a relationship problem. I want you to focus on the fact that it's still a problem that I can handle. Don't be fooled by the name change because a storm is still just wind. A hurricane is still just wind. A tornado is still just wind and he's still just the God over that wind. So I wrote down that God is saying, I handle the unseen. I handle the unhandleable, the unmanageable going to get managed in my presence. But do you still not have faith? There's somebody on here and you're thinking that whatever you're facing can't be fixed. You're saying, I don't see how. And God is saying, you can't fix it, but you can faith it. You, you can't fix it. It's beyond your control. And that's what has you stressed out is the fact that you can't come up with the solution. You can't see how it's going to work out. You don't, you can't see how it's going to get better. And that's what's bothering you. Your lack of knowledge, your lack of wisdom, your lack of clarity and your next step. That's what's bothering you. And God is saying, but faith is the substance of things unseen. So why don't you rest in that? Because you can't fix it, but you can faith it. You can't have faith in your, in your father. You can't have faith in my plan. You can't, you can't have faith in the fact that God, I don't see how this is going to be solved. I don't see how this is going to be fixed but I do know that you've called me here and that's where I'm going to rest I'm going to rest in the word I'm going to rest in your steps I'm going to rest in your direction we like to rest in our own confidence and that's where we fall short because the word says that God is strongest when we weakest but we always want to be strong but I want you to change your mindset tonight. I told you guys that this month's word is a new August, doing something in a more positive way. I want you to change your mindset when it comes to transitional seasons and doing what God has called you to do. And I want you to, to really set in your mind that I don't have to fix everything, but I can faith anything. I don't have to fix everything, but I can faith anything. So when you come up to, uh, when you come up against a storm, when you come up against the wind, when you come up against something that's bigger than you, that's beyond your knowledge, that's beyond your understanding. That's when you pull out that slogan and you say, I don't have to fix everything, but I can faith everything. And this is, this is beyond me. This is the, this is the, even in the winds, this is the winds. This is something that I can't grab. I can't handle. I can't see. I can't understand. It's beyond me and I don't have to fix it, but I can faith it. So I also wrote down, um, if you're sowing a seed tonight into this word, the seed is its handle because God is saying, I control what can't be controlled. What's, what's your worries compared to when something you can't see, something you can't grab, something you can't control. Absolutely nothing to God, your worries, your cares, what's keeping you up, what's stressing you. That's when to God. That's a light thing. That's a minor, th minor thing. It's, it's, a, it's nothing to a boss. I mean, what's what's a small thing? That's a small thing to a giant. Okay, okay, come on. Come on. It's Goliath to David. It's really nothing. He he made he made it. He, he's ready for this. It's handled. It's already done. Even the winds. Because God is saying, if I can handle something like winds, what make you think I can't handle your situation? What make you think I can't handle that bill? <laughs> What make you think I can't handle that, that car problem? What make you think I can't handle that health problem? It's doctors that feel like they can handle health problems. It ain't nobody that feel like they can handle the wind, but he can. So God, if you can handle something as big as wind, I know that my problem is a small thing to a giant. So tonight's seed is, it's handled. 
because your problems and your worries is absolutely nothing to God. He's doing the unthinkable. If you're, if you're in a situation to where you feel like your problem or your situation is so big that you can't even think of an outcome, you can't even think of a solution, that's, I want you to change your mindset. Instead of thinking this can't be done, I want you to tell yourself God is doing the unthinkable. What God is doing in my life is so big that I can't even think about it. I can't even solve it. I can't even come up with the solution. He's positioning me for a miracle. He's positioning me to be beyond what my mind can even grasp. So you're not in the position of failure. You're not in the position of being a victim. You're not in the position of less than it. Dang, it's just a stormy, a storm over me. It's never going to get better. It's, it sucks for me. I can't even figure this thing out. No, I want you to know that if you are somebody who's facing a situation that's kind of like the wind where you don't know how to control it, you can't get a grasp of it, you can't understand it, you can't figure it out. I want you to know that you're in a position for God to do the unthinkable. And he's saying, I need you to change your mental posture from trying to fix it to faith in it i need you to faith it because faith it is impossible to please god without what faith faith activates the movement of god faith lets god know oh she relying on me oh oh he's trusting in me oh oh he's waiting on me to move you can't fix everything but you can faith anything and tonight's seed is is handled it's handled he handles even the wind he's definitely gonna handle whatever worrying worrying and weighing on me Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for this fresh word. I want to thank you for this fresh revelation. Father God, I want to thank you for each and every person that's on this live, each and every person that listens to the replay. Father God, right now, I come to you and I intercede on behalf of the person that has something weighing on them, Father God, the person that feels like they're in between a rock and a hard place, Father God. They want to seek after you. They want to live according to your will, but they simply don't know what that looks like. They can't grab onto that. They can't figure that out. They don't know how to walk into that, Father God. And also the person that has something weighing on them and the solution is robbing them of the opportunity to be led by your holy spirit father god i come against that mindset i come against doubt i come against fear i come against them having a posture of being defeated father god and i pray and i release faith father god faith is the only weapon that they need faith is the only strategy that they need faith is the only understanding that they need faith is the only answer that they need they don't need to try to figure out the steps they don't need to try to figure out how it's going to make sense they don't even try to figure out how they're going to explain it to others father god may faith be all that they need in this season father god and may they carry it boldly father god may they rest in their faith father god may they stand in their faith father god may they confidently stand there with their head held high and their shoulders back because they know that their father is moving before them father god we thank you for this reminder we thank you for this renewing we thank you for this restoring of our faith father god and we thank you for loving us father god flaws and all worries and awe, frustrations and awe, doubts and awe, Father God. We thank you for this word that's realigning us back with your will, that's realigning us back with what you said and reminding us that it's handled, not because we know how, but because we know who, Father God. We love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Bay Bible Study. I pray that that word blessed you. I pray that the title tonight is Even the Winds, right? What I want y'all to do is I want y'all to take what's weighing on you and I want you to put it, write it down and write winds next to it. Because if God can handle the winds, he can handle this. If God can control the winds, he can control this. If God can control the storms, you can't, it ain't even something predictable. Can y'all control the wind? Like, I know I can't. 
wins and your worries. I want you, that's what I want you to write down. Wins and your worries. After this live, I want you to write that down. And every time you see what's worrying you, every time you're reminded of what's worrying you, think about it's wind in this room that I'm in right now. I can't see it. I can't control it. I can't grab it. I can't figure it out, but it don't mean it ain't here. And it's the same thing with your solution. It's the same thing with your breakthrough. It's the same thing with what's weighing on you. You may not be able to see it. You may not be able to figure it out, but it does not mean that your solution isn't on the way. And it does not mean that it's not already handled. I love you guys. Um, I'm going to save this live to my IGTV as always. I'm going to post it on my um, YouTube as well. You can subscribe to the Christian Bay TV. The replay will be on my YouTube. It'll be on my IGTV and it'll also be on the Christian Bay podcast. Um, I do see that there's one question. I'll answer it and then I'm going to get out because y'all know I'm at this retreat. So I'm going to go downstairs with the ladies. It says, I've been having a hard time because I used to smoke a lot and I feel like God telling me that I have to stop. I feel like I'm missing out now and that I just can't do anything that my peers do. Any advice? You're called to be set apart. You're called to be set apart. If your peers jump, what, your, what our mama used to say, if your peers jump off a, br a bridge, you're going to jump off? Mm -mm. If God is calling you to do that, you need to follow the calling in spite of what they're doing. Because... I want you to really think about what, what is smoking really doing for you? How is that getting you closer to your destiny? How is that getting you closer to what God has called you to? How is that getting close you closer to prosperity? You don't want to, you don't, a lot of times we take our days for granted. If today was your last day, do you want to be known for smoking? No. So how about you wake up tomorrow and you start working on what you want to be known for? I want to be known for teaching you guys how to have more faith. That's what I want my legacy to be. The Christian Bay had faith. The Christian Bay prayed and slayed. That's, that's a Christian baby. She always going to sleep, but she always going to pray. That's what I, so guess what? Every day I get up and I work towards that. And anything that does not align with that, what I want to be known for, the legacy I want to be, I want to leave behind, why am I doing it? Smoking is not, smoking don't even pay your bills. It actually take away from your money. And if that's what they're doing, maybe their goals are too small for you and God is calling you to more. Not even maybe, it is. He's calling you to more. He's calling you beyond that. I love that. Somebody said every high has a down. And do. God is breaking you free from that. Don't ignore it. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy because like I said, every transition, every shift has a test. You will be tested and it may be by those friends, but that's where God wants to know, are you more called to me or them? Who are you living for, me or them? This is your shifting season. And I'm proud of you for talking about it because I feel like you talking about it and you acknowledging it is the first step and you actually stepping into it. So I just want to say I'm proud of you. And I also want to let you know that I believe that you can be set free from smoking. And I believe that if you just allow this to replay in your head every day, there's a reason. When God calls us from something, when God tells us it's time to shift from something, it's because he's shifting us to something else. Father God, I'm not going to miss out on what you have to me next because I'm too attached to now. Uh-uh. I want to see what you got next for me. I want to see what you working on that you trying to get my attention for. And this is in the way of it. So I got to let go of this. And I was comfortable with this. And this felt great. And that was all right. But I'm trying to see what God has for me next that I can't even think of. Because he's a God that does the unthinkable. And it may hurt. And it may be foreign. And it may feel like you're not used to doing it. But in that position, I want you to know that that's not something for you to fix. God will fix it. You just have faith that God will remove that craving from you. God will take that out of you to the point where you won't even desire that no more. And you won't even desire to be around people that do do that because your whole mindset is going to shift. I got other stuff I'm working on. I got a legacy to build. I got a name to build for myself that's going to make my parents proud and my children proud. 
That's what God wants for you. The prosperity that he has for you, it ain't attached to sitting around smoking. It's attached to making big boss moves, big steps. So that's what I know that God has for you. And I pray that that's what encourages you every day to make the step in the direction he's calling you to. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in to Bay Bible Study. If it's your first time here, I appreciate you guys. If you're a loyal Bay, y'all know I love y'all as well. I'm going to save this to my IGTV and I will talk to you guys next week on Bay Bible Study at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same time, same place. I'll see y'all then. Have a good night, y'all.